2: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective 2020 on Vision We have the CEO of Voice of the Martyrs Australia with us today uh, Tony Benjamin is uh, going to be helping uh, launch a new film called Tortured for Christ about the founder of Voice of the Martyrs Pastor Richard Wormbrand, an amazing man of God uh, He's going to be sharing a bit about that and we're gonna, We are going to open the phone lines shortly but if you want to check out that Facebook Live video and uh, maybe ask a question at Facebook, you can make a comment at facebook.com forward slash vision radio. Now, uh, we've, uh, we've got the boss in the studio. How you doing, Tony? You doing all right? Yes, I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me, Matt. Welcome along, mate. Now, uh, I recognize a bit of a uh, South African accent there. Tell us where you were born and raised. I was born and raised in Cape Town mm-hmm. in South Africa, the best place in the world, they say. <laughs> <laughs> and did you have a religious upbringing?
0: I had a a nominal Catholic upbringing, but got reborn when I was 22 years old, and, and that really changed my life for me.
2: Okay. Yeah. Tell us what happened uh, when you were born again.
0: Well, it, it, funny, It um, when I was seven years old, I actually told my grandmother that I wanted to be a missionary, and my grandmother died in 97, and she saw me realize that. Um, so I'm very, very proud of the work that we do and that Voice of the Martyrs does. Mm-hmm. For me, my Christian walk has been um, wh- one high after the other, as God has really taken control of my life and really steered me in a direction that he wanted and needed me to go. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad just to be able to make a difference in the lives of those less fortunate.
2: Yeah, it's wonderful. Well, let's find out a bit more of your background. Uh, What kind of career did you have in your early 20s? What kind of work did you do then? I started my
0: working life as an automotive engineer, Uh an apprentice. Um, Served my apprenticeship with BMW and then um, went into management and spent most of my life in corporate life. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, while funding my own ministry, doing my own work on the side, and also working with Voice of the Martyrs um, for the last 15 years, just working with some of the projects that they're doing. So Voice of the Martyrs for me wasn't a totally new thing. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a thread there, and my very first missions trip was actually through Voice of the Martyrs to Vietnam, where I actually ended up living for two years later. Oh, wow, okay,
2: fantastic. And how did you end up in Australia?
0: I came for a holiday. The organization I was working for, heard I was here, and they poached me. I was here within three months. Yeah. So I've
2: been here for 20 years, yes. Wow. And loving it. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, tell us about uh, how did you become the CEO? That was only uh, 18 months ago or something, wasn't it? That is correct, yes.
0: Mm -hmm. I was approached by the outgoing CEO who was retiring, and they asked me to sit on the board um and as the board was outlining their vision for a new CEO in my first board meeting, they said, What about you? So mm-hmm. <laughs> So um as a board member I'd only had one board meeting and then, you know, the following one was at CEO. Which I'm which I'm very proud of, yeah. So
2: Well for those who haven't heard of Voice of the Martyrs, uh, you know, it says uh on the uh, on the website there that you are you, you exist to help, love, and encourage persecuted Christians by providing Bibles, ministry resources, medical aid, and practical assistance. And I love the focus of the, uh, the Bible verse there, Hebrews 13.3. Remember the prisoners as if chained with them, those who are mistreated since you yourselves are in the body also. Uh, you know, a lot of believers are in their own little cocoon, in their own Christian bubble, and... Uh, mm think, oh, yeah, yeah. Christianity is not that bad. I'm, I'm a, I don't get persecuted much here in Australia. But when you look at what's happening around the world, we need ministries like Voice of the Martyrs to teach us, equip us, inspire us to pray for persecuted believers. Um, just give us a bit more of a snapshot of what you guys do. Yeah, look, we go into the
0: the most challenging countries of which uh, there are 68 countries at the moment that Voice of the Martyrs operates in. And they are the more difficult countries. They're a number of restricted nations where Christianity is not accepted or, um, tolerated. Mm -hmm. And Voice of the Martyrs goes into those countries to, to, to then go into a grassroots, go in at a grassroots level, offer the practical help and assistance. Many of the times it's to uplift the local Christian community, provide them with resources, uh, give them skills. Giving them a fish instead, uh, uh, teaching them the fish instead of giving them a fish, mm. and um, working with them so that their faith can grow. Many of them do not ask for the resources. What they do ask for is prayer, and that made me then realize, as a Western Christian believer, how absolutely paramount and important. The power of
2: prayer mm, Absolutely. We must be uh, praying for persecuted believers. And, um, you know, what's that verse in Revelation? Pray that the Lord will strengthen those that remain. Because uh, when you Amen. think about some of the, I mean, I mean, North Korea is probably the, the most well-known yes. uh, country for persecuted believers in the world. You think of what they've been through uh, in that nation, uh, and you think about how easy we've got it here, you know. Um, but the Bible says that, you know, when one part of the body is hurting, the rest of it is. We've, exactly. we've got uh, to share the same heart. We've got to we've got to stand with our, our persecuted brothers in prayer. Um, just give us some advice about how to pray for persecuted believers. Because I, I used to pray, oh, Lord, set them free. Lord, change their country. But sometimes you need to actually pray, Lord, <laughs> you know, just strengthen them where they're at,
0: you know? <laughs> exactly. And that is exactly what they're asking for. They are not asking for the persecution to stop. Yeah. They are. Asking us to pray so that they can see God's will and God's uh, grace yeah. through that persecution and help them to reach others, even those that are persecuting them. Mm, mm. So it's a very different uh, take on things, whereas we would be hoping it would stop. they saying, no, 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 don't let it stop because it's in the Bible that yeah. we will suffer in his name. Yeah, that's right. And they are so true to Scripture these people in these persecuted countries. Mm. You know, we see Christianity there in its absolute purest form. Yeah. Um, so it's very encouraging when we go out there to hear these people.
2: And we find that the church is growing dramatically in these persecuted countries. So we've all heard about North Korea and yeah. the persecuted believers there. What, what are some of the other nations that you guys uh, are focusing on?
0: We focus on there's – a, there's a major focus on China. China has uh, introduced some really draconian laws And many of the churches are being closed. Many people are being imprisoned. Many people are being detained. Mm. Uh, People's visas are being canceled that are teaching there, practicing there. Should the government get a sniff of whatever's going down, they'll shut you down straight away. So the church is being driven further and further underground. We work in the um, Islamic countries like Iran, Iraq, Libya, um, Turkey, many of these countries. Uh, we also work in Indonesia, uh, Vietnam, mm. Laos, Myanmar, uh, Nigeria, Cameroon, mm. Morocco. I mean, then you know the list just goes on and on and on. And we work in India, where Hinduism has really um, experienced the resurgence of radical Hinduism, and they are saying that they want Hindu uh, India for Hindus.
2: I, I actually had someone uh, sent me uh, some information recently. A, a friend of mine that's just recently done mission work. In India, And uh, she sent me some info where there's been talk from the prime minister and the, the leadership in India that they'd like to wipe out Christianity by 2022, I think was the, you know, I'm just, I'm just quoting off the top of my head. And that they are cracking down on many ministries and shutting them down. We know Compassion was was shut down yes. from, from India recently. Um, it and it's you know it's the, the second biggest continent in the world. Uh, you know, population wise uh, behind China. Uh, we certainly need to be praying for uh, for India for the gospel to continue to thrive. Yeah, the sad reality with India is that they sprook publicly to the media. Yeah. that they are a
0: Christian country or they accept Christianity and to many it. others. Yeah. The reality is vastly different from that. Mm. And the radical side of the BJP government is hard at work. Even in um, northeastern India, we have just been in Nagaland, which was predominantly Christian. It was 80-plus percent Christian. Mm. That's not the case any longer because the political change is happening there quite rapidly. The corruption is rife. The government is funding a lot of these radical political parties so that they can take it over and they can uh, stamp at Christianity
2: in those areas. Mm. Well, it's inspiring to hear of the work of Voice of the Martyrs, and I'm just going to play a little snippet here from a a brilliant clip uh, that you guys have on your website. Uh, It really gives a bit of a snapshot of Voice of the Martyrs. Uh, Just have a listen to this. For those listening that don't know much about the ministry, this is a, a great little snapshot for us.
1: Jesus Christ didn't avoid the suffering. He didn't avoid the persecution. Though he ushered in the very kingdom of God, he was persecuted and executed for it. In this world we will face tribulation, but you promise you'll be right here with us. And he said to his followers, if they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. And to this day, all over the world, they still do. Nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus If our God is for us, we are not alone But Jesus promised more That those who suffer for his name's sake would not be forgotten Not by God And not by the family of God The Voice of the Martyrs was founded by a persecuted Christian as well Richard Wormbrand reached out for Christ to the Nazis in the early 1940s when they came into his native Romania. He felt a calling to reach out to atheists for Christ. He prayed for opportunities to share Christ with the Russians as well. And when the Soviet communists entered into Romania in 1944, they came right to his doorstep. Richard boldly witnessed to them as well. And just as Jesus promised, they hated him for it. He was arrested and sent to prison for a total of 14 years, often in solitary confinement, often tortured. Through it all, he held on to his love for God and committed to witness for Christ in word and deed, even to his torturers. In 1967, Richard, now free from jail and out of Romania, founded an organization committed to sharing the stories of others who, like him, were being jailed, persecuted, tortured, or killed for their faith. He often quoted Hebrews 13.3, Remember the prisoners as if chained with them, those who are mistreated, since you yourselves are in the body also. That organization today is operating in 68 countries around the world, in regions that are dangerous, in countries that are restricted, reaching out through persecution response, through Bible distribution, and through frontline ministry that organization is committed to stand with their persecuted family by saying we will not let them suffer in silence we will not let them serve alone From the love of Jesus if our God is for us, we are not- That organization, Voice of the Martyrs, we will share their stories with the world. We will mobilize the body of Christ to stand together with brothers and sisters who face persecution wherever it happens. We will serve persecuted Christians through practical and spiritual assistance. And we will carry on the mission of the one who called us, Jesus Christ, who said the kingdom of God is at hand.
2: So, so that is a, uh, a video that has been released from Voice of the Martyrs and our, uh, we're joined by the CEO Tony Benjamin in the studio today. Shortly we will open the phone lines if you do have a question, uh, we'll open them shortly. But uh, I just was uh, mentioning to, to Tony off air that I actually hadn't heard of Richard Wormbrand until a few years ago when I watched a children's uh, cartoon called The Torchlighters, which is uh, aired on Australian Christian Channel and TV and um, I- I've been watching it through their app. And I watched uh, the document, you know, the, the thirty-minute cartoon about uh, uh, Richard Wernbreth, and they do many others, including Martin Luther. Uh, they've got uh, Robert Germain, John Wesley, Corrie Ten Boom, uh, Augustine, Samuel Morris, William Booth, lots of great heroes of the faith. But I remember watching the Richard Wernbreth story and going, ah. Oh, so that's the guy from Voice of the Martyrs. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Is it very popular, that, that uh, children's series?
0: The series is very popular, yes. Mm. Mm, it's very popular.
2: Certainly recommend it. Now, the DVD uh, hasn't been released yet, but the movie is out, Tortured for Christ. Tell us all about it.
0: That's correct, yes. Um, the movie, based on the book, Tortured for Christ, has been released, and, and we're doing premier showings across the country at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's uh, showing at uh, Reading Cinemas in Newmarket tomorrow evening mm-hmm. so there's still time to get some tickets we only have a few tickets left mm-hmm. if you want to get any tickets go on to eventbrite or go onto our website and you can find out how to source some tickets
2: and I'll also love. just mention there i noticed it's in west lakes in south australia as well tomorrow night Is that was that right? correct yes. is that sold out yet no, it's not. not. Yet.
0: There's still some seats available there too.
2: Okay, so that's the last uh, two I can see on the list here. Is there other dates that it's available as well? No, they are not. But if
0: you want to have or would like to have a church screening, ah. please contact us and we'll be happy to come along mm-hmm. and uh, show it at your church. So please feel free. We're only doing that until the end of December mm-hmm. um, because then the DVDs will be out and, and so on. So if you
2: want to get us along, please feel free to contact us. Well, before we open the phone lines, let me just ask this question. So uh, there's a quote here from Pastor Richard Wurmbrand. A man really believes not what he recites in his creed, but only the things he's willing to die for. Uh, I've been really impacted by researching a bit of his story. Tell us about you personally. How how has Richard's story impacted you? You know,
0: (laughs) I believe one of the greatest things you can do is to make a positive difference in someone's life. Yeah. And I would never have... um, thought in my wildest dreams that God would position me Mm. in a place where I would be responsible for so many Christian people's lives. Yeah. That is just such an overwhelming responsibility. And I think the story of Richard Wurmbach and the perseverance is such that you cannot but be impacted by his life, his story, his Mm. teaching, and his preaching. And he was absolutely focused on working to get the message out of Christians that are persecuted mm. throughout his life in extreme situations. And that was the book and the movie is about. Mm. And I think until you've read the book or until you've seen the movie, you won't get as a deep an understanding of what Richard Wormbrandt was all about. We go through his messages, his messages on the app. That'll just give you a picture of the man and his work mm. and what Richard was all about. Mm. And I think being a part of an organization that represents that and has got that DNA is absolutely,
2: um, and honor for us. Yeah, it's wonderful. Well, looks like an inspirational movie, Tortured for Christ. Once again, it is on at Newmarket Cinemas uh, tomorrow night and also in South Australia. Uh, you'll find all the details at vom.com.au. Uh, VOM uh, is, uh, of course, uh, represents Voice of the Martyrs. vom.com.au. You'll see the links there to Tortured for Christ. And maybe you want to hold a screening in your church to equip the saints to teach. Uh, You know, the people in your church about uh, persecuted believers It's uh, such an important message that we uh, get this word out And my guest in the studio is the CEO of Voice of the Martyrs Australia, Tony Benjamin If you'd like to see a video of us doing a Facebook Live in the studio You can check it out at facebook.com forward slash vision radio And we've got a couple of comments there Uh, Jane Kellaway says good morning Tony Also (laughs) Celeste Hendricks says hello Uh, I recognise that name (laughs) <laughs> That's your wife, yeah, fantastic uh, If you would like to uh, ask a question at Facebook You can ask it at facebook.com forward slash vision radio Or if you want to call through Call now on 1-800-316-316 And we've got Anne from Labrador Good morning, Anne, how are you?
3: I'm fine, thank you Have you got um, a- My question, yeah Go for my it question. Yeah, My question is um, How do you help those who are persecuted in their own country? Like, I know Open Doors does a, a similar thing. They do help. But I just want to know if you do the similar thing to them.
0: Well, what we do is we uh, we have our local contacts who would identify those that are being persecuted. We look at what the needs are on the ground. Uh, we do help them where they're at. And we try and um, cater for their needs as far as we can. In many cases, the needs vary depending on the level of persecution that they're facing. So, from assisting families where pastors are imprisoned continuously while they're incarcerated, to helping uh, pastors or people that have been imprisoned and need ongoing medical help, it's a it's a very wide range that we do cover. Um, And I would say also that it doesn't just stop there. Um, Many of these persecuted believers need to be assisted to become self sustaining and we engage in that type of work and assistance also.
3: Yeah, okay. Thank you anyway. Thank,
2: thank you for you. your call. Thanks, and God uh, bless.
3: God bless you too. Thank you. Nice to hear
2: you again, Matt. Yeah. Thank you, and God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. And we've got Shelby from Brizzy. How are you, Shelby?
3: Hey, yeah, Shelby. Uh, and uh, Ro- <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm in such a hurry. <laughs> hey, uh, and uh, Tony. Uh, mate, love the work you do. Um, I'm just uh, amazed. I'm actually going to try and get a ticket. I'm going to read a lady friend from church to give her my card and that, and so she can book us a ticket for that. And you said at New Farm, did you say what was uh, it was? New, uh, new Market on the north side new of Brisbane. Market. Yep. Yeah, good. Yeah, okay. So, sad you know it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I can get there. But, um, yeah, mate, just love the work. Like, we're in Australia, we're not persecuted half as much, especially, not even a quarter, <laughs> a tenth. But. Uh, you know, the people that are overseas at the coalface and um, being absolutely persecuted for their work in, in the Lord Jesus. So I just commend your organisation. Matter of fact, I give to a number of ch- uh, charities I haven't given to you, so I'm thinking I'll uh, send you some money as well. But I just think it's brilliant what you guys do and the people that are really in the coalface, the trenches, um, you know, for the Lord. It's it just it just uh, it, it just it's such a blessing that we've got, you know, because... Here in Australia, there's are miracle things happening, um, but you hear more of it overseas—the real hard stuff. Yeah. Um, that is overseas, you know, mm. uh, especially in um, South Africa, Sudan, and, and even in some places in the Europe sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Shelby, Tony.
0: What What are your thoughts on that? Shelby, firstly, I'd like to say thank you. And if you do get to the movie tomorrow evening, please, please come up and say hi to me. I'd love to have a chat with you. But, you know, it's very true what you say. Uh, persecution is rife out there. And um, Voice of the Martyrs, part of that actually stands for us being a voice. And uh, that's, that's what we do. So thank you for your kind words and thank you for your support.
2: Yes, thank you. Thanks, Shelby. God bless you, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Bye. And we've got Jason from Moorabark. Hey, Jason, you got a question or a comment? Hello. Yes, I've got something to say to the guys. God bless you and all you do, and I've got a prayer. you got a prayer? Okay, mate, go for it. Lord Father, I lift the people that grab of Zacharias ministries. Oh. The today, Father, you bless him.
3: Amen.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much, Jason. Jason's one of our callers from uh, uh, Victoria who we often will call. You know, he loves to request. Uh, Mandisa Overcomer. And I think he actually got a request on Rise and Shine this morning as well. Uh, and uh, I think he's singing a song there for us too. Hey, Jason, thank you so much for your call. Appreciate that. If you'd like to call through and uh, ask a question today, you can call on 1-800-316-316. And, uh, Tony, while we're chatting this morning, um, I'd love to know... Uh, testimonies and stories. Look, I've been on a number of mission trips. I was was in Vietnam recently. I've been on different trips to Cambodia and uh, different – I've been to Japan a number of times. Uh, But I've never really been in in one of these nations that would be, you know, classified as a nation in in the top bunch of, uh, you know, nations where persecuted believers are. You're on the ground regularly. Share share some stories with us of what you're seeing on the field. Okay. um, Look, it's pretty challenging out there. We do a lot of
0: work in Indonesia and in places like the Philippines, for example. And I would would like to touch on the Philippines because in one of the areas that we work in, which is called Mindanao, the government has just agreed Mm. to um, let them have Sharia law. Wow. We have a Bible school there. We have 40 students there. And we have quite a challenging time keeping resources flowing through, but also – Um, keeping, keeping these students safe in that area that we function in. The amazing thing is that students that attend the Bible college that we have there give up three years of their life. Young people at the age of 16, 17, and 18 years of age, they give up social media, they give up television, they give up dating, and they commit three years of their life to complete a bachelor's degree in theology so that they can go and start a ministry in that persecuted area surrounding Mindanao. Mm. So very, very, very commendable and really tough, tough circumstances over there.
2: And you know what? I think that's the area that we've seen on the news a lot over the years. I think there was actually an Aussie journalist that got shot on the field there. Yep, yep. That's correct. Uh, Been a lot of extremism over there. Uh, So, and you know, one thing people mightn't realize that Voice of the martyrs you actually run Bible colleges, hey? Yes, we do. Look, we have to equip. Part of what we do is to equip the saints Mm.
0: and those persecuted. And those people that we are equipping are then going out and teaching others, teaching new believers, teaching a lot of Muslim converts, people who are Muslims who are coming to Christ. And we're seeing that happen in places like Indonesia more now than ever.
2: Mm. It's one of the stories we're hearing a lot of uh Muslims having visions of Jesus and coming to Christ. Have you, have you heard many of those on the field? Yes, we have.
0: And we hear that far and wide. I was in Egypt not too long ago, and that was exactly what we heard. And I spoke to the um the guy or the or the minister that runs the Cave Abun yeah, okay. Church, Abunabutros. Yeah,
2: cave church. We
0: do work yeah, with him. Yeah. And I spoke with him and I said, Why do you think it is that Muslims are having these visions and are coming to Christ through that. His answer was absolutely direct to me, he says, because us as Christians are not doing our job.
2: Mm, wow.
0: And that and that really shocked me because there's a lot of complacency within mm. our
2: Christian, Western Christian society that yeah. we live in. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Now, uh, Tony, uh, a lot of people uh, might – Know a bit about Voice of the Martyrs, but mightn't be really clear about the setup in Australia. It's quite different to many other ministries. Tell us a bit about the way it's set up. Yes, it is. Thank you. Voice of the Martyrs
0: um, functions out of Australia, and we, we are totally autonomous from any of the other Voice of the Martyrs missions around the world, of which there are a total of 22. So all of the funds and the money raised in Australia, we decide where it goes and what projects we do, and we then um,
2: administer those projects out there. Mm-hmm. We're also a fully tax-deductible charity. Mm-hmm. Very important to know that because th- there are a lot of ministries that, uh, you know, the, the Aussie office is, you know, like a fundraising kind of an office, but the money goes to another country and then they decide where it goes. Uh, so you get to decide which nations you partner with. Are you able to give us a snapshot of, of where, where the main focus is for you guys? or?
0: Yes. Also, if somebody does give and wants all of it to go to a specific project or country, we do that also. Oh, good. Okay. But also, look, we have a tremendous focus in China. We have, um, we have Egypt. We work in Indonesia. We work in Brunei, which I can't say too much about mm-hmm. uh, what we do there. Uh, we work in Nigeria, Cameroon, um, Turkey, Vietnam, Laos. Myanmar, Kachin state, particularly, and
2: India, and probably some nations you can't talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah, some of the work we do, I really can't discuss on air, for yeah, sure yeah. yeah. Have you
2: been in danger in some of your field trips?:
0: Yes, I have. Uh, very recently, actually, when I was in India two weeks ago, I, I complied with everything that needed to be complied with. I went there on a recon visit to a specific area in India. And um, I was in India for three days and then I got um, I got a knock on the door at nine o'clock at night at the hotel and the police stormed in and wanted to know what I was doing there and why I was there and searched through my luggage and checked under the bed and looked in the bathroom to see who else was there. There wasn't anybody there. I was on my own. But um, we discovered later after speaking to my local contacts there that they weren't just the local police, they were the state police. And I really don't know why Uh, the scrutiny, although I would say that I was probably three kilometers from the border of Assam, where there's a lot of um, non-Christian activity and a lot of resistance to our faith. That could possibly be why. But, you know, the world's always watching nowadays. When you look at China, for example, um, they're using facial recognition everywhere in China. So it's it's such a dangerous place at the moment for anybody doing the work that we do.
2: And when you go and visit... Persecuted believers, um, obviously, you know, you support them financially. That's one thing that, that Voice of the Martyrs does. Um, you uh, will pray with them, you'll encourage them. Um, do, does it sometimes discourage you when you hear how tough they've got it sometimes? Look, it does make me
0: angry that one human being can do that to another. Yeah. For them, however, they are so resolute in their faith. And we do share the um, emotion of the the hardship that they do endure. But ultimately, we focus on equipping them, Mm. whether it be through Christian literature, whether it be through training, whatever the need is that they have to equip them. Because the message of the persecuted church is not a message of sadness. It's a message of triumph Mm. because it's triumphing over the enemy. And that's in God's word also, Mm. you know. So, you know, we come out of there pretty battered and bruised after listening to the stories and then putting in some method of helping these people and then coming back and making sure it all happens. But we do come away there very encouraged that the faith, their faith is so strong, Mm. absolutely
2: uncompromising. Would you say that Aussie Christians – need to learn from these persecuted believers so that the temperature gets turned up here in our faith?
0: Let me say this to you. When I come back and I sit in church, (laughs) I struggle. I do struggle. yeah. Because as I said earlier, we see Christian faith in its absolute purest form in the field. Mm. And it's difficult to come back to all of the distractions and all of the fluffiness. And I think that's the best way I can describe it. That happens within
2: our faith and the goings-on that we yeah. You know, oh, this is, I'm going to get on my pedestal now. I I completely agree. I reckon in, in Australia the Christian Church is so lukewarm, so yeah. average, so lazy, uh, you know, so stingy, so performance focused. You know, I'm I'm just going to have a rant now. I'm a pastor. <laughs> I I've, tra- I've travelled around this nation. I preach the gospel wherever I go, and I see hardly any churches winning souls. I see hardly any churches really, you know, being active in missions. Only a small percentage, a small remnant of the church, is really on fire. And we need, there's a problem. We need revival in this nation. We need the church to wake up. I'm getting fired up. But I I actually think, you know, I mean, just let's let's just look at the scriptures, uh, you know, and be pretty blunt here today. You know, Jesus said, if you believe in me, you will be persecuted. Yes. A lot of Aussie Christians have never been persecuted, really persecuted, you know. Um, Does that tell you something, that we're not actually doing things that we could get persecuted for, like preaching the gospel and going to the nations with the gospel? I mean, we need a wake-up call, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. And let me say this
0: to you. You know, we may not think we're being persecuted now. But, you know, Richard Wurmbrand in the 60s had a document which he which he used to preach all across Australia and the world, which outlined 45 of the communist values. And many, when you look at that document today, Many of those values are values we've already adopted in our Western culture. Wow! Which is breakdown of marriages, which is um, same-sex marriage. Mm. That was deemed as a communist ruse in the sixties. Wow! Yet we've just embraced it in our society. We've uh, we've adopted those things. We're lukewarm to it. The church doesn't always speak up. And you know what? We will suffer persecution, and it'll be the persecution of complacency. Mm. Because we're sitting in like a frog in the water, as I said earlier, and things are just hotting up around us, and we're choosing not to deal with them. We're choosing not to deal with them.
2: Mm. Well, it's a timely message that you're bringing today on the radio. I hope many people across Australia are getting fired up too, like I am. Uh, and I really believe that this ministry, Voice of the Martyrs, has a great message to bring. And in particular, this movie that you guys have released, Tortured for Christ. Uh, it's in uh, Newmarket Cinemas tomorrow uh, on and also in South Australia. Uh, it's uh, going to be available on DVD at some stage as well. Uh, here's a little snippet of the movie about the life of Richard Wombrand. If you do want to call through, if you've got a question for Tony today, call now 1-800-316-316. Here's a, uh, a snippet from the movie.
1: My name is Richard Warmbrand. August 23, 1944. One million Russian troops entered my country. And then the nightmare began. <laughs> You know what? I think you should perform the wedding. See you at the church in one hour. Sabina Burbrand. It is happening here just as it did in Russia. This is madness. to strong. Mm. They're spitting in the face of Christ. You got gum from the officers again? (laughs) Did you give them a blessing? And a flower. God
3: bless you.
1: (laughs) You do know that if I speak now, you will have no husband. I don't need a coward for
2: a husband. Wow, powerful. That is the trailer for the movie Tortured for Christ, based on the book Tortured for Christ by Richard Wurmbrand. Uh, I don't need a coward for a husband. Uh, just unpack that for us uh, a bit, Tony. What's, where's she coming from there?
0: <laughs> she was basically saying to Richard that if he didn't speak up, he would be a coward. He needed to stand up for his for his beliefs in his faith and stand up for the gospel and not compromise the gospel, which is very common these days. Mm. Not
2: compromise the gospel for the communists. Mm. So powerful. Uh, we've got Davi from WA on the line. G'day, Davi. How are you?
3: Good, thank you. How
2: are you? Good, mate. Have you got a question or a comment for Tony?
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, First I just wanted to say I really admire the work that you're doing I think it's very important That the persecuted church gets uh, helped And that more people get to learn about God But my question was um, What would be the best way To support the persecuted church around the world? Yes Davi
0: Thank you for your question And thank you for calling in Look we are a faith ministry A faith mission So we rely on people's generosity to function So one of the best ways you can Is by giving to the mission And we would ask everyone out there to pray for the work that we do. We do need God's prayers and protection, or or we do need prayer for God's protection. So please pray for us. And if you want to know more about um, how to get involved, um, go onto the website, which is vom.com.au. Click on the info link, and you can send us an email, or there is a section there where you can give. And if you have any more questions, please let us know.
2: All right. Thanks. Thanks so much for that, David. God bless. Thank you. God bless you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, when we uh, look at the uh, the title, yeah, actually, let me just say, if you want to call through, we've got a few minutes left. Call through now, 1-800-316-316. And, uh, Tony, if we have a look at the word martyr, I, c- I can remember, even as a young Christian, um, people talk about martyrs, martyrs this, and I, I didn't know what it meant at first, you know. And then I remember hearing about the first martyr, Philip, and, uh, and then... Let's face it, 11 of the 12 disciples were all martyred for their faith, all martyred to explain that Christ rose from the dead. They could have denied it, and that's one of the best bits of evidences of the, the truth of the resurrection. But let's just talk, speak to that for a moment about martyrdom. Yeah, martyrdom. You know, there are about
0: 215 million Christians daily persecuted for their faith. Wow. And since the time of Christ, 70 million or roughly 70 million Christians have been martyred for their faith. Wow. Of that 70 million, 45 million, and I say again, 45 million happened in the last century. Really? That is a scary statistic. And Christianity is the most persecuted of any religion, if you can call it. That.
2: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, it really is eye-opening when you, when you hear these stories from the field And uh, you were just sharing with me about a pastor uh, who has the biggest smile in the world. (laughs) Yes. i love to to share that story.
0: Yes, we have a a pastor that was just uh, from Indonesia. He was just doing his normal daily thing, visiting some of the members of his church. And he was traveling home on his motorbike and approached two guys walking along the street. And as he got close to them, one of the guys whipped out a machete and tried to decapitate him while he was on his oh, motorbike driving past. Goodness! He ducked, and they this machete went through his uh, mouth and and sliced his his face from oh. ear to ear. Oh my goodness! And the guy was, you know, he was, you know, he was in such shock and pain, obviously, tried to get help, ran holding his jaw. You know, um, he finally got some help, got to the hospital. They left him there for about 12 hours before they helped him, Um, did quite a rudimentary stitch-up job. Voice of the Martyrs got to hear about him, uh, got him some reconstructive surgery. Uh, Three years later, his face is back to normal. His speech is back to normal. He looks normal again. And we joke with him and we say he's the guy with the biggest smile in Indonesia. Mm. But this guy has been absolutely, this pastor has been unwavering in his faith. He does exactly what he did before the incident. He goes out there and he shares the gospel. Absolutely
2: fearless. Yeah. Wow. And and that's an example of Voice of the Martyrs on the field helping persecuted believers uh, continue in their faith. Uh, you know, I'm sure you guys not only give financial support, spiritual support, practical support in so many ways, uh, to, to help these persecuted believers. Uh, now, before we let you go, Tony, we, we've got Focus on the Family coming up soon. We're, we're about to wrap up. Let me just mention also, if people want to find out more, the website is vom.com.au. You can find uh, Voice of the Martyrs there, uh, information about this new movie, Tortured for Christ by Richard Wurmbrand, uh based on the book Tortured for Christ. Absolutely uh, amazing ministry. Now, uh, before we uh, let you go, Tony, we want to ask uh, you to pray for persecuted believers, because I've struggled to pray for persecuted <laughs> believers over the world. Because I used to pray, "Lord, um, get them out of that country," <laughs> but they don't want that prayer. Yeah, great. they want us to pray to strengthen them and to and for the gospel. To, they, they care more about the gospel than their own lives. Yes, they do. You know that verse? They uh, uh, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives. Uh, you know, they gave up. We need to have that same heart here in the West, and we need to pray. You know, because when one part of the body suffers, every part suffers. We've got to have the same heart as those that are suffering. Uh, would you just lead us in some prayer now, and just give us an example? Everyone, uh, wherever you're listening, join in. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Uh, but let's all pray together and and stand together. This could be Australia's biggest prayer meeting right now, all across Australia. Let's pray for persecuted believers. Lead us on, brother. Thank you. Father God, we give thanks, Lord. We give thanks for those that are in the body, Lord. And Lord,
0: we thank you, too, for those that are persecuted in the body for your name and for for following you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for them, Father. We pray, Lord, for their safety. We pray, Lord, for their protection. We thank you, Lord, for their resolve in you. We thank you, Father, that their faith is unwavering, Lord. Lord, we thank you, too, that as these Christians who suffer for you, Lord, Go out and share your word that they do so boldly, Lord, with the confidence that you give them, Lord, in your name, Father. Father, we give you thanks for this, Lord, and we pray, Father, once again, that your angels encamp around them always, Lord. And we thank you for their boldness. We thank you, Father, that your church, though persecuted, is triumphant, Lord. And, Lord, we just go back to that scripture of Hebrews thirteen three, that us as the church that are not persecuted remember those that are in chains as if we are there with them. Lord, we give you thanks
2: and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, that is a powerful prayer for us to pray every day, uh, to remember persecuted believers. And, uh, you know, think of nations like North Korea, um, China, uh, the Philippines, you know, Mindanao, we talked about before, uh, Indonesia, uh, many nations in the Middle East where there are persecuted believers. It's so important that we, uh, educated and we stand with them. We pray with them. We, uh, uh, pray that the Lord will strengthen those that remain. Uh, it has been wonderful to have you with us, uh, today, Tony. And, uh, once again, if people want to contact Voice of the Martyrs, they can search them up on, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Google Plus, Pinterest, Pokemon Go, you're on all the social media on not not Pokemon, okay no. You're on all the social medias and the website is vom.com.au for Voice of the Martyrs. Uh and uh of course this movie Tortured for for Christ uh is on in Brisbane and South Australia tomorrow night and uh you'll find all the details at the website. Matt, thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure being here. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds
1: of thousands of people across Australia and around the world.
2: Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.